Your convocation speaker this morning is a friend of Deacon Mike's. Finally, not a friend of Mr. Lugo's. Uh, he is a, in a Chesterton reading group with Deacon Mike. So for those of you who ever question how intelligent and academic Deacon Mike is, he reads Chesterton. Uh, he also is a rocket scientist, which is not made up. He is truly a rocket scientist, which is pretty awesome. So if you could please welcome Eric Neidegger. Well, thank you. As Mr. Lugo said, my name is Eric Nettiger. A little bit about myself. I'm a husband and a father to three wonderful kids. I'm a triathlete, and as mentioned, I'm an engineer at Lockheed Martin. Um, I've been blessed to work on several very interesting projects, including three of the solid rocket motors that supported the Artemis capsule that just completed its mission in November. So I'm very blessed and excited to get to share this convocation with you guys today. What I would like to talk about this morning is prayer. What I think makes this interesting is that at 33, I'm a lifetime Catholic, and I have to admit I, I'm still not very good at prayer. Before we get too far down the path of wondering who invited a guy who isn't good at prayer to speak on prayer, I want to clarify that thankfully, I won't be talking to you this morning about the how of prayer, but I want to talk to you this morning about the why of prayer. Why pray? Why enter into conversation with God at all? As some of you may already be aware, the Catechism of the Catholic Church describes prayer as an invitation from God. Prayer is then our response to that invitation. The Catechism then references Romans 8.26, stating that only when we humbly acknowledge that we do not know how to pray as we ought, are we ready to receive freely the gift of prayer. Sounds fairly straightforward. Respond to God in prayer when he gives us the gift of prayer. Not exactly rocket science, right? Which might be why I'm not that good at it. So let's come back to get, come back to that. So G.K. Chesterton once said, if a thing is worth doing, it is worth doing badly. Now Chesterton in this quote was specifically talking about hobbies and was defending the amateur. He proposed that things such as brain surgery or rocket science are particular things which we might not want a person to do at all unless they do them well. But those are not the most important things in life. Chesterton tells us, tells us that when it comes to writing one's own love letters and blowing one's nose, these things we want a person to do for themselves, even if they do it badly. Now, as a parent of toddlers in flu season, I really believe in the importance of wiping one's own nose, even if you do it badly. But I'd propose that a similar approach belongs to prayer, as something we should start off doing badly until we can do it well. Going back to the Catechism, we read that prayer cannot be reduced to the spontaneous outpouring of an interior impulse. In order to pray, one must have the will to pray. Nor is it enough to know what the scriptures reveal about prayer. One must also learn how to pray. Now, I already promised you I won't talk about the how of prayer, so I'll leave that topic for someone wiser than myself. But I want to speak to the will to pray. And to do that, I want to share two quotes that have encouraged me to continue to grow in my prayer. The first comes from St. Fidelis of Zygmarion, who said, Woe to me if I should prove myself but a half-hearted soldier and the service of my thorn-crowned captain. Let me read that again. Woe to me if I should prove myself but a half-hearted soldier in the service of my thorn-crowned captain. Jesus, the Son of God, because he loves us, came down to earth and became man, suffered, died, and rose for us so that we may join him for eternity in paradise. I'm 
I'm a sinner. If the Son of God is willing to do that for me, to be my thorn-crowned captain, I can be bad at prayer until I get better. The second being the idea that today is training for tomorrow. Be intentional. If you haven't already, you will find that life builds upon itself. There is a compound effect to everything. When you invest your time in healthy activities, you get or become healthy. When you invest your time in a good relationship, that relationship grows. When you invest your time in prayer, your prayer life grows. Try 10 minutes a day. And I would caution you not to procrastinate because procrastination is the arrogant assumption that God owes you another opportunity, to, opportunity tomorrow to do what you had time to do today. We do not know the hour that our good Lord will call us home. Be intentional. I was talking with an older gentleman recently whose wife took a fall and hit her head and is still in the hospital after several weeks. Please keep her in your prayers. From his reflections, he reminded me that you really only get one shot at, the th at this thing called life. The investments you make when you're young will pay dividends for the rest of your life. And if you invest well, they will pay a dividends for eternity. So I invite you this morning into a renewed fervor of prayer, especially with Lent right around the corner. We may not pray like a saint, but let's start off praying badly so that tomorrow we can pray like the saints that we are called to be. Praise be Jesus Christ.